This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you once again to the Warning Radio program. I'm continuing from Dallas, Texas with Apostle Dennis Moore. Now, if you did not hear my program yesterday, you need to go to my website, www.worldministries.org, and listen to yesterday's program. Great program. A lot of information that we spoke on yesterday, we don't have time to repeat. But I'm going to just go a little deeper into one subject. Dennis, welcome back to the Warning Radio program. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. A pleasure to be here. Why don't you tell him once again the name of your ministry? Called Vision International Support Ministries. Basically, we're focused around indigenous missions. That means missionaries or missions that are home-based in nations around the world. They don't have a denomination they're part of. And we come alongside, we work with them, we pray with them, we fellowship with them, we do projects with them, we do ministry with them, we do outreaches. It's what we call heart-to-heart. We connect. They come to our home when we go into these nations. A lot of times we're in their homes and sometimes their homes are not nice like our homes. But we go there because we want to see how they live. We want to connect with them on a personal level and we want to help them to accomplish what the Lord has for them to do. The Lord showed me this in a time of 30 days of prayer and fasting and he birthed this into my spirit. And we've been doing it now for about 25 years. Well, that is beautiful. Again, uh, Dennis is a true man of God, his wife, Maria, a true missionary that does it for the right motives, even will live with the people and bring them right into his home. And these are the things that are so beautiful. These are the things that sometimes do not happen. Sometimes big name people, um, they talk, they get the uh, focus on their television because of who is involved with financing them whether it's huge churches, but uh, and sometimes when you investigate, it's not as pure and holy and righteous as one might think. And and I don't want to go too deep into that on this program, but uh, I'm just saying Dennis is really a servant of God. That's why I'm with him today, and I've been with him for a few days here in his home in Dallas. And truly, he will bring people right into his home and keep them from all over the world. So I, I really appreciate that about him. He told me a story that really blessed me, and that was in Uganda, where 300 widows. And let me tell you something about uh, some parts of the world in Africa. Widows sometimes, their uh, extended family will come in, or the husband's family, and all of a sudden they take everything this poor lady has. 
I mean, everything. Sometimes they take away their not only the furniture inside, but their home and everything, and they are left destitute. They're considered the forgotten people. I know my wife, uh, my first one is with the Lord, and now the second one I married out of Africa, and when her parents died, uh, the evilness of the relatives uh, took everything she had that was left for her, money to go to school, house, uh, car, everything. I'll tell you what, we find it hard to believe maybe, especially if you're raised in the church, but this is a reality. This is evil. We're going to talk a little bit more about evil that we spoke on yesterday about sacrifice. But to finish this one testimony, 300 widows, Uganda, they celebrated, celebrated. They bought the best food and these widows were just so touched and crying. And um, then they left them $25 a piece so they could go and produce for themselves and have a harvest and sustainable living. But when I heard that, I was just overwhelmed. I mean, my wife leads the Dorcas Fund, and I, I brought Dennis in. I said, tell this story, what you did. Because God's heart is not only preaching the gospel, but living the gospel. We must have a heart of compassion. Jesus moved with compassion. And Dennis, uh, you know, I just, like I told you, and I've, I've let you tell my wife, Adalia. And now, I wasn't even thinking about it, but it's just come out on this program because I think people need to have the heart of God of compassion. You know, every time I think about it, man, that is such a tremendous thing you did in Uganda. So uh, you want to make a comment? Like you said, the widows are the forgotten people. And when you're a widow in Africa, your husband dies, they come, they take your property, they try to poison you, or they try to kill you. Some of them become wounded, some of them become hurt, some of them become poisoned, but they escape and they typically go to a city. In that city, there is no social program. There's no place for them to go to receive help. And so they become destitute and they become desperate. They often uh, suffer greatly. The Lord put on our heart a few years ago to celebrate the widows. We call them together. We call them into a banquet, as uh, Dr. Hansen was saying, and we feed them, we give them the money, and then we teach them about the widow that fed the prophet, and the, the oil never ran out, and the meal never ran out. And the prophet said, do what the Lord has shown you to do. So we tell them, take this money and put it where God tells you to put it. Don't just give it away, but go and put it where God tells you. And when they do that, then there's a harvest that comes back. And then we tell them, now take a part of that harvest and use it for yourself, but put the majority back where God tells you to put it. And this is the way that widows can prosper in Africa. It's a way we can prosper. If we have a challenge that we're facing, financial challenge, whatever it might be, we can do what the Lord tells us to do. It's not us coming up with a great idea. It's what the Lord tells you to do. You plant that seed, and then you can begin to prosper off of that seed. That's so beautiful. Now, ladies and gentlemen, some of you out there, I know, this has spoken to you like it spoke to me. So be sensitive. Be sensitive to what the Lord is saying. And he's going to want all of us to move with more compassion. Me, everybody. We need to move with compassion. Because when Jesus moved with compassion, not only is that the reason he fed the multitudes, but he healed the multitudes. And so we need to have that compassion when we see people in need, whether it's food, whether it's healing. I know I've walked to people 
actually ride on planes, Dennis. I remember Northwest Airlines, God showed me a, a stewardess, and I walked up to her. She was carrying a tray, and I said, may I pray for you? She said, yes, and I said, you have cancer. She dropped her tray. She didn't realize God could show it. The other stewardess ran to me like I heard her, and she said, no, no, leave him alone. He's just praying for me. God has shown him, and uh, we need to move with that type of compassion where God can show us people's needs, and we can step out as an arm of God, an ambassador, and meet their needs. Uh, Dennis? Yes, that's absolutely correct. And, you know, we're not what you would call wealthy. But when we go into the nations, we spend a lot of money. And I've always felt when I was coming back, after spending tens of thousands of dollars, I would feel, you know, I'm wealthier now than I was when I left. And there's something about planting compassion and moving moved by compassion. Jesus was moved by compassion. Jesus healed the sick by compassion. And when you let God put compassion in you, you say, Lord, I need more compassion. I want to feel your compassion. I want your tears. You know, the one thing that often we don't experience is the tears of the Lord. I want to encourage you to pray for tears. Pray that God would give you such a compassion, whether it be for a people group, whether it be for people that are suffering, whatever it might be, ask him to put his tears into your heart and into your eyes. And you will feel the love of God on a level that you've never felt before. You will be moved in a way you've never been moved before. You'll be amazed at how God will begin to put provision into your hands to do something that you thought you could never do. You see, what is impossible with men is possible with God. We don't have to limit God. We don't have to tie God's hands. We can just say, Lord, I want you to use my hands. I want you to use my heart. I want you to use my eyes. I want you to use my feet. Show me how to walk in your love, your compassion, your mercy. And Father, I want to release that into the earth because Lord, I'm only here for a short amount of time and then I'm going to be in heaven. I want to share with you real quick. My wife is one who has many dreams, and they're amazing, and we receive a lot of revelation from those dreams. But I have open-eyed visions, and one day I'm in prayer, and I see that I'm, 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 in, I'm watching the galaxies being created, and I'm watching the, the worlds coming into existence by the voice of God. And, and it was beyond my imagination. I, I was totally blown away. But I knew I could not speak. I knew I had to ask a question. And I said, Father, why are you showing me this? And the Lord said to me, the problem with men is time. Men value in time. Men think in time. Men act in time. But God thinks in eternity. God acts in eternity. And God moves in eternity. And we need to shift our values and our thinking and our thoughts into an eternity. And we need to do today what will have an eternal value and not things that will pass away, but to put, to, to have the compassion of God, to move with the compassion of God and to release the compassion of God and to, and to touch people and touch nations. Don't think you can't do it. Don't think you're, you're not, you're, you're not capable. Don't think I don't have degrees like Dr. Hansen. That doesn't matter. God will take an open and willing heart. He doesn't need degrees. He just needs your heart. And if you say, Lord, I want you to flow your love through me, he will transform you. 
He will change you. He will give you new eyes. He'll give you an eternal value system. He'll give you his heart. He'll give you his cry. And then he'll give you his provision. Amen. You know, we all have a calling of God. And you might be a mechanic. And I, I can't do any in that that area. So my training helps me do what God has called me to do. We all have something to do. Uh, you've heard of the seven mountains. We all have something to do, uh, influence to share. And uh, we need to do that because to, together the body is complete. It's healthy. It's revived. Now, I wasn't even going this direction today. I, I, I haven't even approached the topic I was going to cover, but... We moved into this area. The Holy Spirit led me into this area. So my telephone number is 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. My website, www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. If you want to give for widows and orphans, do that. And uh, re reference this program today, Dennis, his wife, my wife, uh, myself, we will go on a trip, but we'll use that money to minister to widows and orphans. We'll do it together. So 360-629-5248, my website, www.worldministries.org. Again, widows and orphans, the Bible is very strong in this area. If we love them, if we take care of them, let me tell you, God will love and take care of you. Very strong on taking care of God's children, God's people, those that need our help, those that need our protection, those that need our finances. It's all through the Bible. And let me tell you, God is watching and God will honor you. I promise you. We talked a little bit about uh, evil yesterday. We talked a little bit about sacrifice, mm -hmm. and uh, there is people, it, it, it's hard for some people to understand or believe, but my background uh, in law enforcement and then um, what I've seen around the world since 1985, uh, there is real evil, there is real sacrifice, there's the demonic, there, there are uh, people that bleed you, offer you to Satan. I mean, I could tell you so many stories you wouldn't. It'd be hard to even listen to. But I know you are aware of this too, Dennis. You pastored in Wyoming. You were aware of some sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was certainly aware of it before I even got into this apostolic prophetic ministry when I was in law enforcement. Bodies that would be found in parks uh, and they, where they were without blood. They had been drained, offering them to satanic sacrifices. Uh, talk a, a minute on that. You know, I was like you. I was involved in law enforcement as a chaplain. I was a chaplain with the sheriff's department. And we had people that were investigating uh, these activities, exactly as Dr. Hansen has mentioned. And so uh, they came to me. They talked to me. They told me about uh, what they were uh, dealing with. And, and it was the same type of thing, you know, people being sacrificed. We had people being transported through our state because we were a state that had ranches that were very uh, isolated. And people could be brought out of, for example, Texas and brought into Wyoming, put on their ranch. Uh, nobody would know they were there. And then at some point in time, they'd be transported to another state where they would be offered for sacrifice. We had the 
uh, assistant uh, chief of the fire department came to me and said, we're getting reports from the federal government that people are being transported through our area for this purpose. Uh, we went out to, into the mountains. The Lord told me to go up into the mountains between Cheyenne and Laramie, and we uncovered a sacrificial uh, spot where they were actually, it wasn't sacrificing per se, but what they were doing is they were teaching uh, young people how to be involved in occult sex. And at that time, we had a former uh, high priestess of Satan uh, had been converted and was with us, and she was pointing everything out, showing us uh, what the where the altar was and what different symbols meant. And uh, later we found out they were very surprised that we dis we discovered it because they, they keep these things hidden by, by spirits. Um, the thing is that it's real. We're dealing with it. Uh, it's going on in our nation. And so what do we do? Well, we certainly ask God to expose it to the light. Now, they use demons to keep things hidden. They use demons. They can ex they, they use demons to protect themselves. They use demons to know when they're being watched. They can even call out the name of the officers that are up on the hill watching them with cameras and with um, photographic equipment. But we want the Lord to uncover and reveal uh, the darkness. We need uh, wisdom for our law enforcement. Uh, actually, what we, the law enforcement needs is they need men of God to work with them so that they can penetrate the, the shields of darkness. Um, so I believe that the core of it is going to be compassion. We talked about compassion today. And as we feel the compassion that God has for humanity, and many of these people are young people, and we feel the compassion for them. We, You know, you go into many of the buildings in America today, and there's pictures of young people being that are missing. Well, sad to say, I have a pretty good idea where a lot of those young people end up. And so uh, when you see those pictures, pray for them. Pray for their souls. Pray that God would, would do something. You know, we are the ones that, that stand in the gap. We are the ones who cry out to God. We are the ones who lay hold of the horns of the altar. And we say, Father God, Father God, we need your mercy over our nation. We need you to, to expose these things. We need you to give law enforcement supernatural wisdom and raise up supernatural uh, men and women of God who can help penetrate. I don't know all the answers. I'm not pretending to know all the answers, but I do know the one who has the answers. And so we can trust our God to make a way. And whenever we deal with darkness, we need the wisdom of God. You know, Dennis, that's so true. And, and uh, that's just one form of, of sacrifice, so to speak, to Satan. Uh, but then, and, and we get into other forms, just like the, the cartels uh, sending people across the border and, and children and, and then uh, filling them up with drugs and cutting them open. Uh, uh, just mention that a minute or two. We have uh, pastors that go to the border. We're here in Texas and uh, we're planning on going ourselves, but they go there and they came back with the report that the cartels will take a small child, like a small boy, and they'll... Sorry to say this is graphic, but please just let the Lord give you grace. Uh, they cut the child open. They remove all the inner parts of the child. 
they fill the child with drugs, they sold the child back up, and then they make it look like the child is a sleeping child being carried across the border by his father. These are horrible things. Uh, I, I, we can go into a lot of details about the border, but again, um, you know, Satan is alive and well on that border. And we need, again, I, th I think the real operative word that God spoke earlier in, in this broadcast was compassion. We, don't want, we, we need to allow the compassion of God to give us the wisdom on how to pray. We need the wisdom of God. We need to pray that, and pray that our government will shut this thing down and that we will begin to uh, have uh, a, a border that is controlled, that people can come, but they can come lawfully. And not this, this is chaos. It's a chaos. We're all frustrated, but we want to stand together and believe God for a healing of our border. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Warning Radio Program. My special guest, Apostle Dennis Moore, coming to you from Dallas, Texas. I'm on a 25-state tour, trying to, again, wake up the church, uh, coordinating with leaders to try to, again, uh, bring the masses together. We want to go into football stadiums. Again, that's why Eagles Saving Nations was started. That's what God gave in Revelation. And uh, I'm leading that, Eagles Saving Nations, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Scroll down, click on Eagles Saving Nations. 25, uh, 25 states is what I'm traveling through right now, but $50 a year, that's all. All of it's used to get into the stadiums, to get full-time people. I don't get a penny of it. But we've got to have another great awakening. We've got to stop this evil. Four sins bring judgment on a nation. Idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel. Once again, www.worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations now. I can't imagine a Christian that wouldn't want to be a part of this. We need another great awakening. Now, listen to the science of judgment. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of The Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, 
ungodly alliances. God is predictable. God holds people accountable. Man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and Shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.